hello, hello. Welcome, everyone. Hey, Michael. Hey, Susan. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Welcome to this episode of Fired Up Podcast. It's been way too long, and I'm you and I have so much to talk about, don't we? Yes, we do. It's been a, a whirlwind kind of end of the year for us, a whirlwind end of the year for everybody, um, not just for auto industry, just for the world. Um, it's been pretty wild, right? I mean, geez, it's... what a wild ride right into 2024. <laughs> There's a lot that happened in 2023. And I want to just chat. I want to talk about winners in 2023, companies, people, success stories, uh, you know, who trended up. There's there's just, I mean, there's a lot to go through, but let's recap. We, we've got about 20, 30 minutes here, so we don't have a lot of time. Um, but you and I are constantly talking about, um, you know, the success stories that are close to us, meaning our clients. I know you've been traveling a lot this year. Uh, and so I personally, selfishly, I want to hear you talk about some of those people. Um, well, you don't want to talk about Barbieheimer? We're, we're Barbie- <laughs> that's but, the news you know, of 2023. Listen, like, you know, actually. You go to Barbie or Oppenheimer? That's the question. It's like, you know, when we, like in the 90s, it was boxers or briefs. Now it was Barbie or Oppenheimer. Why can't we have both? <laughs> I, 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 I did. I watched both. I thought they were both great. Thank you. And no let me just way. say, this is a huge side note right now. Let me just talk about Barbie for a second. Okay. So for all of you guys who are watching this or like, oh, you know, another Barbie pitch, right? I hate the typical rom-com sweet girl. Like I am not the type of girl and you kind of know this about me already. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love a good thriller. I love I love things that are kind of dark, right? And so when my girlfriend murder said, let's podcast. all go watch. Yeah. yeah I, I love, love the murder podcasts. But, um, you know, they my girlfriends are like, okay, we're going to go see Barbie. And I'm like, oh, you know, like, I'll go along for the ride, you know. But I'm thinking, I'm not going to walk out of there going, this is a great movie, right? It's about Barbie. I wasn't a big Barbie fan growing up. I was a little bit of a tomboy. But I got to tell you, you've gotta go watch this it's definitely not what you think it is if you have a sister a mother a girlfriend a wife if you're rooting for humans in any way really go see the movie it is for kentown i thought that was awesome <laughs> um yeah i mean you know he's not he's not bad to look at either but oh no yeah no i just meant like what it turned into no i know you didn't mean it that way <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's all just a really fun play on you know barbie the message is totally not like what you think it's going to be so it's a lot deeper than that you know so if you're just rooting for the message ha- okay so i haven't watched oppenheimer truth oh no 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 <laughs> it's it's great it, but, but it won so like, much it's a movie like you just have to be in that mindset like i'm gonna sit here and watch a movie for three plus hours like you know it's that it's that type of movie experience you have to be ready for that experience yeah i, I haven't gotten to that point yet i've thought about i've started to think about getting to that point where i'm you know but i haven't gotten to the point yeah it's like where i'm trying ready to, to watch sit there like, <laughs> like avatar titanic or any of those right, movies where you're just right. gonna just go all in for three hours no but I think 
Oppenheimer is a lot more like cerebral, you know, I really got to sit there and pay attention, you know, so. Well, it does a lot of paying attention for for you. It pulls you in pretty well. Oh, that's good. Um, Yeah. And the way it goes back and forth between color and black and white. It's cool. Oh, nice. Okay. So, so so let's go back to auto, huh? All right. Success stories. And I know you're just coming back hot from texas yeah and i want to hear i mean listen you guys he he i mean you've been with them we've been working with these guys all of 2023 um but i think just half of 2023 you started in august i'm sorry half of 2023 um but we started much earlier in the years is my point um but boy have they turned around i i love hearing you talk about them so tell me like it, it's on now when now this store had a management change three weeks before we started purposefully we gave some space to that's the you know we gave some space to them let the new gsm uh gentleman named ben get settled in there and then we'll be able to come in and start working the program and this is a store that had another training program for 10 plus years. And a lot of it was embedded or, you know, the staff knew how to get around it and do what they needed to do. Right. So they needed something new and they needed something fresh and they had fresh management. And, and fresh they came management. to us. These guys came, came to us. They, they came to us and, um, you know, uh, they sat, we sat with them and we put a battle plan together. You know, um, the owner of the company looked at me and said, listen, here's the deal. I want eight. I want 50 ninjas on my sales floor in 18 months selling thousand cars a month. That's the goal. Road to a thousand. That's what we did. Assassins on the floor, ready to drive traffic to a store that sees an obscene amount of traffic. It's right across the street from the, from NRG park. It's literally like car row and every dealership on that row is a monster dealership. So let me just, Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, no, no. Go, go, go. Well, no, just if you're just tuning in and, and you're not sure who we're talking about, this is a, a high volume Toyo- well-established Toyota dealership in Houston, Texas. These guys, years. just to give you a picture, they've got 50,000 prospects in their, cu- not in even their customer base. prospects, sold customers. Sold, I'm, I, I'm sorry, sold customers in their database right now. So you're not talking about a little mom and pop shop here. No, and we're at a, and you got a store that uh, gets seven thousand touches from the showroom, internet, phone a month, you know, and a service drive that probably sees about two hundred people, you know, a day. So you know, it is it is volume, it is center. There is activity all day long. Yesterday, I was in there ten thirty in the morning. You know, there probably was seventy five people inside that store between service and sales department, you know, just customers, you know, wandering around the store, like with a salesperson or waiting for their vehicle and service. Like that's how it's just constant. It's just constant flow. So, and unlike a lot of dealerships today, right? So, because a lot of dealerships today, they're either appointment driven solely, right? 90, 90, 95% of the traffic is appointment driven, or you're a city dealership where they are, where it's like 60 to 50% of your traffic, 50 to 60% of your traffic is a walk-in and everything else is appointment. Everything else is a walk-in. You know, that's interesting you say that. So I'm going to claim some winners here as as we're talking about winners in 2023. I think those dealerships that are accustomed to being appointment driven, 
that are used to training their teams how to drive that traffic every single day, you know, those habits, those phone calls, those appointments, getting those people in. I'm not talking about the big, you know, thousand car dealership in the city. I'm talking about the those one-offs that actually have to work it. I think yep. those are the ones that came up last year. Yeah, they came up big time because they had to. They had to get these. The larger ones survived just on volume alone, right? The customers were pouring in the door and they I didn't just survive. They did obscenely successful because customers were pouring in the door. But you're right, Susan. But they're struggling now and we're hearing it on the phones, a lot of those guys. And they're struggling because that customer isn't pouring anymore and they're not paying $5,000 over sticker anymore. And they got a lot of questions to ask. So the small stores did adapt better. But this store, just for an example, in the six months that we've been there, their trade per sold has jumped 22%. This is okay. So now we're talking about every trade in you're taking per sale, right? Yeah. So if you're selling 100 cars a month and you've got a trade in percentage of 50%, you're taking in 50% of those. You're taking uh, trade-ins, price. right? Yeah. Fif- you, you've got 50 trade-ins per 100 sales. Correct. So yeah. you're telling me that these guys went up, went up 20, 20 22%, 20%, 22%, 22%. 22%. That's insane. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's insane. Just because they're asking for it in the hook. That's it. It's not, they didn't change any tactics on the showroom floor. Yes, actually, I'm sorry. I'll take that back. They changed one tactic. The managers stopped pressing back on the appraisal. When a customer called wanting ah. an appraisal, when the cust- mm-hmm. they made appointments and brought them in and the managers would say, why did you bring this person in just for an appraisal? Mm-hmm. Now they're appraising those cars and they're making deals. And that, guys, deals are everywhere. Okay, the winners in 2023 are the ones who went hunting for the deals. The ones who said, I have the COVIDs and I need to shake it. The Hennessy Group's another one, Susan, in Atlanta. Oh, okay, the Hennessy Group. So we I want to hear. I love hearing about these we guys. We got the COVIDs and we need to step up. So I go in there. We go do live training with the sales managers for, you know, for three days. I'm with the sales managers training all of them through cycles, right? Managers, they, they all get together. All the managers, this is 10, deals, 10, 11 dealerships, okay, throughout the Atlanta area, okay? The managers got together, talked, went to the op, the sales operations director and said, we need Alan Ram to come back and work with the salespeople. We Love know that. how to work with them, but we can't give them the foundation in the short, tight period of time that the Ram people, and once they do that, boss, we promise we can run with it. And that confidence that confidence, that assurance that I can do this now that I got the tools, boss, and I'm going to run on it. I'm not going to sit on my ass like I have for all of fucking COVID. That attitude is the 2024 winner. That is going to be those stores that see that, that understand I need help. I need work. I can't figure this out on my own. But once someone shows me the roadmap, I'm good. I can run this on my own. Do you think that, do you think that you saw complacency coming from the desk after COVID? Yeah. So, you know, it was really interesting. I think we talked about this or touched on it before, but we've talked about it in different forms. But the reality is, is 
last year, you remember, Susan, this time last year, I started hitting the road a ton, just like I am now, right? Because what I heard in, in the winter of 2022 was from all these owners and dealer principals and GMs telling me how their sales teams suck and their sales teams suck, 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 suck. This generation sucks. Everyone sucks. And we all suck. But what happened was I started going to all these stores and spending time with the managers. And I realized, dude, no one sucked. The managers didn't have their mojo anymore. They were married for 20 years, their wife kicked them out and they had to date again and they had no idea what to do. And that's what's happening. I went to stores where salespeople were telling me, yeah, it takes, you know, five, six, maybe even seven pencils, seven pencils at $500 a pencil. The only thing stopping that manager from getting up is that he hasn't closed the deal in so mm -hmm. long through mm -hmm. COVID. Now he needs to do it. So uh -huh. yeah, that shaking that, getting that mojo. He's rusty back. and it's normal. It Listen, you're right. You said it yourself. We didn't have to sell a car. We really didn't have to put all of those, you know, methods, those strategies, even just basic conversation skills to the test anymore. Right. Now it's all about the TO, right? It's all it about getting everything. in there in time because the customer knows the customer knows okay that at the end of the day it's the manager that's going to give them the price mm -hmm. the salesperson's mm -hmm. a nice person and they showed me the car and all the feature benefits of buying from this dealership and all those wonderful things and they've taken me through this great process but at the end of the day that kid isn't giving me the quote that exactly. person behind the desk is giving yeah. me the quote and yeah. that's the difference and acknowledging yeah. that and, and I'll tell you, Susan, here's, here's a huge, here's two big things that I've seen. Dealerships who don't understand that their website is driving a certain type of conversation. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that is when there's a slash through your pricing, okay, or there's no pricing available on your website, you have to get your sales team prepared and ready to answer that pricing question because your website is forcing it. Mm -hmm. And acknowledging mm -hmm. that, and it's okay to do. I'm not saying it's a bad strategy. I'm not saying you shouldn't do that strategy. I'm saying if that's your strategy, you need your team prepared to answer. To have those price customer. conversations. Exactly. Absolutely. Because what's happening is they stumble over them. Like I, the store, a store I was at, right? I love this. The managers, anytime they, they have this, they have the slash through the price and it's forcing the conversation. But the managers say, listen, no problem. Any customer, we will personally give them a quote. We're not going to give it to them right away. That's second. You got to let them know that it's going to take a little bit of time. We'll do it before the end of the day. Just give me a couple of hours. We're a very busy store, but I will call you back personally with a quote and my manager will do it today. And they're mm -hmm. doing it and it's happening. Mm -hmm. But the problem is the salespeople knew the managers were doing that. The customer was asking, but the salespeople didn't know how to transition. Mm -hmm. Right. They didn't know how to. All right. I'm going to try to I'm going to throw out my first Allen Ram. I'm going to open up the inventory on them. If they tell me I don't want to hear about your inventory. I just want price. OK, I'm going to try to hook the trade. I don't want your hook to trade. Just give me the price. OK, no problem. My manager will take care of that for you. Right. But they didn't understand that piece of the transition. OK, let me let me dig a little deeper. OK, on okay. that thought, because you're saying what I'm hearing is that. We're driving, we're trying to drive more traffic through price, right? We know that prices are are going down and we're trying to do that through our website, trying to entice people. But what, what I'm hearing is that we're not giving the salespeople, the people that are having the conversations, those first convert, and how important is that first conversation, first of all? Everything. Okay. okay. 
it, you, 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 it, I mean, if you blow it, then forget it. They're on to the next guy. Right. Yeah. But what I'm hearing is that we're not giving or, or, or most salespeople don't know what to say. Exactly. <laughs> they literally aren't capable of saying the words to respond to just that one question. All right. What's your lowest price then? Right. right. Or, okay. What, how, you know, how can you discount that? Like, and you can't is that and, negotiable? Right. And as a manager, you can't make me let me be afraid to come to you with that because the website's forcing that conversation, right? So you there's pushback from management on Sometimes, top of not on teaching. Exactly. Right. On top of not teaching, the manager's like, oh, you can't get the customer just in the door. Why do I have to give you a price? Right. Because right. the website's forcing it, schmuck. Like can that's I, the issue. No, can I ask you something? Because I think about this quite often. I think you know, people like you and I who grew up uh, without, you know, all of these devices, right? The the technology that we have today. We had we had we had to rely on our own senses and our own smarts, right? We had yeah. to come up with we gotta shoot we had to shoot from the hip. And I feel like that provided us and and if you're listening to this and you're, you know, Gen X boomer, you know what I'm talking about right? We just have a little more grit, right? But we've had to. Do you think the newer generations, the guys that we're putting out on the front line to respond to our shoppers have that same capability? Yes, but it's sprinkled with a little bit of empathy. Does that make sense? Explain. That grit that we had, mm -hmm. they mm -hmm. have that grit but it has a little bit of empathy in it. There's a little more compassion. Mm, mm. Yeah, so we were, more, we, so basically bit, we were cold hearted is what you're telling maybe, me. <laughs> yeah, maybe we were less customer advocates. They're yeah. more customer advocates today. I, I, I can agree because with that's that. What they've, I can agree and, with that. But that's a mistake in how they've been taught customer mm -hmm. service. Mm -hmm. Because the reality is, is customer service isn't being that type, being that order taker. The last two years taught us anything. Being an order taker is not customer service. Customer service is, I'm a professional. This is my process. I'm putting my hand on your shoulders and I'm mm -hmm. moving right through or you're going to follow me right through it. Right. Right. That, and so there's a balance between that and being a customer advocate that I mm -hmm. think this generation we need to mentor, not just me, every manager needs <laughs> to mentor this generation in that. We're, yeah, we're, right. we're being we're being bad mentors as a generation. We need to be better mentors as a generation. Well, I think you know, my, you said my it, generation, think, your generation. I agree. I think that this generation is a lot more empathetic, but I also think that because we don't load their lips so to speak they're relying they they fall back on just being an order taker right exactly. and i and i you know when i first started down when my first sales call it's like you think you know you're providing the best customer service just answering every freaking question let me just answer every question i'm gonna no. know the answer you know but it's not about that no because google can do all that <laughs> no but people want to know that you take their time seriously and they're exactly. okay with you taking control and and providing professional advice exactly that's why they called and as for managers it's about mm -hmm. setting that salesperson up the right way because mm -hmm. like here's mm -hmm. a great example all right so think about this susan you're a desk manager working in the store you're writing quotes for the salespeople. you got to go in there and close that's your job do tos correct mm -hmm. okay so your job is to do all that 
those managers spend a lot of time loading their salespeople's lips up to what to say to close that customer. Correct? Mm -hmm. okay. And would you also agree that about 80% of the time that manager has to go in and do that TO, the salesperson is not going to close that deal themselves? I Most would hate I would hate to the reality, yes. You know, in reality, I, let's in be reality what's possible no i think that that is insane forget about I, playing yeah. fantasy land right right but that's reality that's reality i would even i'm going to send the salesperson out there yeah. to learn yeah right so let's say 80 percent of time and again we all have salespeople in the showroom that can close deals on their own that we don't have to worry but about. the ability to about. yeah that's rare you know you got yeah right mm -hmm. we're talking about everybody else so if i'm a manager and i know 80 percent of the time i'm still gonna have to go in there to close that customer mm -hmm. then why do i always send my salesperson in to try to close that customer why don't i send my salesperson in to set me up to close the customer better to hold more gross for the deal mm -hmm. Do you understand? Do you see the difference? The difference yeah, is, yeah. Is, the difference is, is like I'm sending you in there to close. You're gonna fail at close. You're gonna succeed twenty percent of the We're time. We're already assuming they're going to fail, and that's why we want to go in. And uh, you know, I think that's right. part of culture, though. That's the way that it's always been. You know, the, right. the big guy got the big. You know, here's the big guy with all the power. You know, no, no, and that's okay. It's the sending the little the salesperson in to close a deal knowing he's that not going to close a deal. Not, yeah. And now I just yeah. made it harder because now mm -hmm. I got to pull out what There's more resistance from the from the customer. Yeah. Where if I just send the salesperson with the total notion that they're setting me up to go mm -hmm. in to close it. Right. Then then I'm holding much more gross. Then I'm, and now I'm, I'm playing in the big leagues. Mm -hmm. Now I'm being being a pro. I'm being advanced. This is advanced levels of selling where I'm, mm -hmm. I'm playing, what is it? What is the expression? I'm playing chess, not checkers. That's what that when you're sending in the salesperson to set you up, that's chess. Yeah. Well, I think it's long-term thinking too, you know, as managers, are we setting up this person for a successful career or are we just looking for, you know, a deal here? Literally, are we just looking to close a deal like right here, right now? Or am I setting this up for, for future success, right? Are you asking if we're hunters or farmers? <laughs> <clears throat> it's just it's fascinating that's what it is that's what you're saying right that's all it is you know and and let's talk about another win because i know we, we can go sideways you and i very often you know we can get into um other conversations but let's stay on track with wins this year 2023 wins um i've seen and i don't know if you've noticed too i've seen a lot of dealerships finally embrace video Yes. A lot more than grow. I used to. to. Grow a lot more. Yeah. I'm seeing that now as a standard, you know, and, Great. and I want to point that out because I know, you know, you may be listening and you may be with a dealership that doesn't have the tools and the technology and the capability. If you got one of these, okay, <laughs> that's all you need. All you need. That's all you need. And chances are, I mean, I've seen people in third world countries pull these out of their satchels. Okay. I've so. seen homeless people on the subway pull out iPhones. I mean, come on. I'll never forget. I was up in the Bronx and it's like family comes through and they're all they're they're homeless and they're coming through and they have the baby and the stroller and they're begging. And I give them like a, a buck or two. And then I, I get off the subway. I'm walking down the street. I go in a bodega. I come out. Who's there? 
the father and the mother typing away on their phone. Oh my gosh. And the baby's in there with like a little toy playing. I'm like, what's going on? I know. Don't get me started with Jomo. And I maybe, uh, maybe in our oh, next episode, I'll, yes. I'll That's talk a about great that. great teaser for the next episode. Jomo is so important. I can't wait for you to discuss that with everybody. Oh yeah, definitely. That's going to be a 20. It's, it's on my 2024 2023 plan. was, was FOMO. 2024 is going to be about Jomo. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we've got to start wrapping this up. Um, any other 2023 yeah. well, winner success stories company? Better people or worse, in the news? You can't get, through, I mean, it's better or worse. You can't talk about 2023 without talking about Elon. I mean, the guy made such an impact on the year from X to Tesla to, you know, to SpaceX he made such an impact, but the reality is that impact when it comes to Tesla, uh, you know, and X a bit, dates fizzle, right? I mean, Tesla missed a bit of its fourth quarter. The outlook on electric isn't very pretty. They I mean, took a, they it. took some hits. They took yeah, some hits. They had the big recall, right? I mean, huge, huge. I think know, it was almost every single product they've got out on the market. No, and I have to tell you, I've met. I have a couple friends recently who all were Tesla owners. And I say were because they've gotten out of Teslas and into other things. I, you know, listen, I, yeah, I, think, cars. I think we need people like Elon in this world to take us to launch us forward. Um, but I think we're still far from where we need to be. I think uh, EVs are going to take a hit because of this. Unfortunately, we're just still not completely well, warmed up to the idea of going fully electric and and the question is and i really believe this like elon is and tesla at the end of the day it's 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 not really a, a car company it's going to be a charging station company is gonna you know like delta airlines changed all its you know all its rewards program recently and everything is geared to the credit card now the reality is is delta the airline is is just the tool to get people to make to use the credit card and make money on the credit card the, you know just like razor blades right i mean what's the tool the razor blade is nothing i'll give you the razor blade for free just keep buying the blades mm -hmm. elon wants you know he'll just keep cutting the price of that tesla as long as you keep using his charging station right right they um they're actually building a new a whole new I'm so excited for it in Santa Monica just I say down the street but it's really <laughs> a few miles south of here and um they're building it's supposed to go up in 2024 this huge outdoor cinema slash diner slash charging station charging station so it'll be like an outdoor movie with food while your car is charging pretty much and it's supposed That's to be. Cool. A modern take on like a vintage spot. Right, on the 1950s driver. <clears throat> right. So I'm stoked for this. I That's don't know if fun. it's, I mean, I, I, the last picture I saw, it was just in the, you know, building stages. I, I don't even think they had the whole framework up, but, um, but, but so there's not a lot to build. It's all outside. I mean, look at old drive-ins. There wasn't much built. There was like a shack, right? There was I, a shack that served food. And then yeah, there was like the yeah. little microphones at each car and then the screen. Exactly. And, then, exactly. and then for some reason in the movie Twister, there was that weird room with all the, you know, <laughs> all the weird knives and blades. I don't know. All right. Well, we're going off track here a little bit. <laughs> um, but yes, we had a lot of wins in 2023. Um, I don't want to end this 
without mentioning at least the Ram team. Um, we did add a new member that I think is going to bring us a lot of value. Um, so we're growing. The Ram team is growing. Uh, we have acquired so many great new dealerships and partnerships with folks that I'm excited to talk about. I'm excited to talk about their wins next year. Uh, so any last thoughts? Well, words you know, of if wisdom you're from you. I'm going to mention one quick partnership. If anyone is on this pro platform or our platform and you're a call drip client, please let us know because uh, we can turn on the Allen Ram AI system that's built into call drip to help you monitor your phone calls right to the verbiage of the Allen Ram script. Huge shout out to the guys over awesome. at call drip. Yeah. Such a great phone tool and lead tool. And now with this AI that we've entered, we've helped them integrate. It's fantastic. So yeah, you're missing out. If you're a manager on here, definitely check that out. Um, so good to see you. Good to see and you. Um, can't wait to hear you about your next travels. Yep. We will see you soon. Bye all. Bye everybody. Happy 2024. Happy new year.